0: This is Your Tech Report. For gadget news and reviews, click to yourtechreport.com.
1: We are back on Your Tech Report. He is Mitchell Whitfield. I am Mark Aflalo. Thank you for getting involved, Mitchell. Everybody gets involved. They, they email us, contact at yourtechreport.com, yeah. uh, on social media. You know, the social media these days, people get so crazy over all that stuff that we do. So it's fun to talk to people everywhere and wherever they are. Um, our next guest, Mitchell, is... Yes. Uh, So many titles, um, but we'll go with uh, Pro Audio Project Manager and National Training, Andy. National Training, what? Manager, National Training for on the broadcast side. How would you? How do you define yourself, Andy? Union,
2: the broadcast division. I work for a group of Sony, which is not the consumer division. We provide professional tools for professional industries. You know, starting. um, You know, most commonly in broadcast and TV news, but also. High-end filmmaking in Hollywood, and including things like corporate AV, and uh, wedding videographers, and things like that, and certainly the music industry, and all those kind of uh, ends. So it's decidedly not consumer to a degree, but it's more on the professional.
1: Well, I think I think as we kind of alluded to off the air, you know, the pro audio line and the pro line. Um, has kind of transcended into the consumer side. And I think a company like Sony is a great example of how every department, I'm talking about from capturing a, a major you know, s- cinema, like a major movie, from the equipment being used at that point all the way to the way we're consuming it on our Blu-ray players and our, our headphones, everything, the fact that one company can be involved from start to finish really shows you know, the dedication across the board and how, how the lines can be blurred easily, do they not?
2: They absolutely can blur with a common um, phrase that we've used for a long time called lens to living room. And uh, we do make at Sony so many different product types, you know, often um, various companies that are known for particular types of products, that's what they do. But at Sony, we have, uh, you know, so many brilliant engineers and in so many different product areas. So. Uh, you know, uh, speaking personally, that's one of the things I've really loved in my career is seeing the very creative ways that our engineers look at common problems or challenges in certain product areas, and they come up with these really unique ideas on ways to solve the problems. And that's, you know, just part of the fun in my in my uh, career at Sony, seeing how they do that.
1: Now, talking about your career, and I want to add some, you know, uh, some context here. When I When I looked up on LinkedIn, to see one company as your employment history from 1984 to today, <laughs> so you're entering your 36th year next year. I'm afraid that's
2: right. I mean, if if I can, uh, tell that's not you, a
1: bad thing, by the way. That's I that. That's so impressive. A
3: thing.
2: You know, I have a, a a dear old friend that you know I've I've stayed in touch with over the years. He says, you know, you're doing the exact same thing you did when you were a little kid. I've known him since I was a little kid, and uh, if I can just give a brief little uh, history of how I got into this, of course, I come from a, a a family both of my parents were teachers but my father was a uh, he really loved classical music and he played violin and then later viola and I so I took up violin and my brother played cello and my mother played uh, piano and we used to have a family string quartet night it eventually turned into a trio and stuff when my mom kind of dropped out and stuff but I you know desperately wanted to capture those <laughs> moments so I became the family archivist if you will And uh, at 13, I got my first serious reel-to-reel tape recorder, and wouldn't you know, it was a Sony reel-to-reel tape recorder. (laughs) And I love just capturing things. So, in a sense, I'm doing the same thing today that I did when I was 13 years old. I'm playing with uh, Sony tape recorders and professional audio gear. You know, you just
3: made me feel so much better, because when I was a kid, I would run around on my cassette deck my portable cassette deck, I had this little red cassette deck and I would go around making radio shows to myself. So I think for a lot of us, especially of a certain generation, uh, that was our first experience with the entertainment industry. It wasn't how everyone is coming up today with a video camera built into their phone. It really was through audio. That was the connection from the people that were listening to radio all the time. I mean, going around with a cassette recorder or your reel-to-reel, that was our connection basically to to the entertainment world. So it brings up some great memories for me too.
2: It it absolutely does. And and, um, I would say that back in those days, quite a while ago, I'm, uh, I'm guessing. But uh, if you wanted to do uh, visuals, it was film. And working in the world of film and, you know, little 8-millimeter cameras or, you know, heaven forbid, 16-millimeter, it was a pretty big deal at that point. And audio was a much easier format to deal with, but to still capture some great, great memories and, and stuff like that and great audio.
3: No, absolutely. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm thinking about something now That's I forgot, Mark, who, who told us this quote. And basically, you have so many creators now. And, of course, a lot of creators now. A little shameless plug here for Sony using Sony equipment, of course. Sony cameras Including and us. Sony audio. huh?
1: Including us.
3: Great. Including us. We're shameless plug for ourselves, too. We, we use Sony as well. Um, but you have all these young content creators on YouTube coming up through different mediums, different social media channels. And what they tell you is, what they tell a lot of young creators is... People will tolerate, if you're making videos for people, people will tolerate poor video quality. The thing they will not tolerate if they're watching a video, they will not tolerate poor audio. And I think a lot of people are surprised by that because they put such, such an emphasis on the visuals, they forget the importance of audio. And I think that's something worth mentioning here because it really is about the audio quality when you even when you're watching a video.
2: You are spot on. I try to tell this whenever I'm talking to people you know, the people in my world, I always start out by telling them and trying to remind them of how super important audio is. It's, you know, um, the world, we're so visually uh, inclined and everything. But, and, and you can look at a pretty uh, video or a pretty picture and go, oh, that that's beautiful. But humans communicate through sound. It's the way we do it. And you listen to music or your favorite music or music in a soundtrack or something like that and it can so easily stir the emotions inside of you. So audio and music and sound is just incredibly important. And I try to again remind even, you know, uh, our news shooters, the guys that go out and capture sound, they're great at pointing the cameras and and telling the story that way, but if the audio is not clear or they do a great job in, you know, setting up their wireless microphones or whatever, it can all fall apart, and uh, you're, you're you're also absolutely spot on that people can hear the difference in quality. If you think about the quality of audio when you were running around with a cassette deck <laughs> or my real real, it was a different world, and we've obviously transitioned uh, into digital audio, you know, quite a few years ago, and that's even dramatically improved. And um, the thing, if I can just add one more little point, is that. Audio, when you just listen to the world through your ears, it is just super present and effortless, and it's just there. And your ears are incredibly sensitive devices. But when you go through a recording medium or through the tools that we use to record audio, many times it doesn't quite come out. It can sound full and nice and this and that, but it doesn't somehow equal the way our ears and our brains perceive sound in the real world. So, there is still that as a goal, and we're always uh, striving for that at Sony. And we've made some incredible, you know, kind of uh, improvements in that recently, anyway.
1: How do you, you know, you look at your, your career for, you know, 35 years now, going into your 36th year, you've seen, obviously, that shift from reel to reel to cassette to, you know, I can mention things like mini-disc, except, you know, analog to digital really is a transition. Is there any defining moment that you, or moments that you can think of um, in your history that were like, oh my God, these are, you see where this is going in five years from now, and, and you had that unique perspective having been in that industry for so long to be able to identify those moments?
2: Clearly. I, I would say that in um, you know popular music, uh, going back 30, 40 years, the, the advent of what's referred to as a multi-track tape recorder in a recording studio where you can record 24 individual tracks or 48 tracks or whatever and in a recording session, put individual instruments or even individual drums in a drum kit and give them their own tracks so you can come back after the fact in post-production and mix them all together with, you know, incredible balance and and finesse. Um, That kept growing, and the world of multi-tracks kept growing, and the large mixing consoles that you needed to be able to, um, you know, manage all of that stuff. And all of a sudden, along came the computer. And computer audio uh, absolutely was a, uh, you know, disruptive technology is maybe not a kind enough word, but it's what happened. And now so much of our professional audio and video world exists inside of computers. And that's a wonderful thing, to be quite honest, because it completely has democratized, um, you know, the production capability of just about everybody, and you can make incredibly high-quality audio and video uh, productions just almost at a desktop level with a fairly inexpensive gear. And that's why you know YouTube has exploded and, yeah. and so forth, absolutely.
3: Let's talk, a bit about the, let's talk a little bit about the hardware side, about the equipment side, especially on the Sony camera side, because, uh, like you said, a lot of people, a lot of these creators are coming up and using different cameras, and I think part of the reason that Sony has become so popular, you know, whether it's the a6500 or what is it, the new a7 III. I mean there's so many Sony cameras now that are becoming incredibly popular, but I think also because of the audio, even people that use built-in Sony audio, and we don't recommend that, there are plenty of cameras including the Sony camera, you know, microphones you can get that you can plug into these cameras that make them sound incredible, but even the basic sound coming from Sony uh, it seems like, again, even in the video creation process, creating these cameras, thought went into the sound that's naturally going to be recorded from these Sony devices.
2: That, that's true, um, and, and the cameras you mentioned are you know, certainly significant and you know, nice popular models for us, but I would first say that just to, to make a statement on Sony's involvement with cameras, um, the most important thing about a camera is is at the very front of the camera light goes through a lens and then it falls on an imager chip and we are the world's largest imager chip manufacturer and uh... we you know make imager chips not only for all of our own products for but for many other companies from you know the, some of the most popular cell phones out there to backup cameras on cars but certainly into prof- you know uh, dslr cameras and professional cameras and hollywood cameras And our imager technology is just absolutely at the forefront of technology. We try not to waste a single photon. But many of these cameras, as you're saying, have built-in microphones. And a common challenge, shall we call it, Mm -hmm. is that people just point a camera, say even at the level of a YouTube um, kind of presentation, They'll have somebody on camera five or six feet in front of them, but the microphone is five or six feet away from their mouth on the camera. And it sounds that way. And you can try, you know, sometimes putting a shotgun microphone on a small camera, on a video camera, and it can improve it. But it's literally not the way that it is done on TV shows or in Hollywood or things like that. You try to get a microphone on talent or as close to the talent's uh, mouth as possible. And then it's full and it's present and, and, and it sounds that way. So I'm always trying to recommend to people that may buy some of these you know, are, are wonderful cameras, you spent a nice chunk of money on making getting a great camera. <laughs> Spend a little bit of money on getting great audio because, again, it is half of the equation. And the better your audio is people will go, that looks great, it sounds great, I'm going to watch this. And you know what? Audio totally... sounds bad. They'll just tune out.
3: No, you're absolutely right, and you're you're preaching to the choir here because coming from the film and television side, I'm used to having you know either my boom mics in front of me or having the lav mics, wireless lav mics, attached to my clothing when I'm shooting a movie. So I totally understand. I'm just amazed by, let's say, you take one of the Sony cameras and, of course, one of the Sony mics that you just put in the hot shoe and how it works, and I'm amazed how well it works, considering there's no boom microphone or a boom operator holding a microphone to my face or a lab attached to my shirt. I'm amazed still that the audio is being picked up so well in situations that you wouldn't normally expect it. So yes, obviously the best way would be to have that body mic or to have that mic right there in front of you, but still, I'm very impressed by the way these cameras work, even with a simple Sony hot shoe, mic, It works pretty well. Absolutely, absolutely.
1: Um one of the one of the things that um where were, I I'm I'm losing my train of thought here because I have so many things that I wanted to talk to you about Andy. <laughs> um the um how challenging it or is it challenging uh within the company as big as Sony to get your ideology such as you know the focus on audio oh um across God. other <laughs> other well you know where I'm going with it eh yeah, to, you know, to the other departments i mean, you've been there for so long and sometimes that's good and sometimes that's bad um are you as actively involved in the process as you'd like to be or are there moments when you find yourself going guys why didn't you call me? Because I could have helped fix this problem. <laughs>
2: oh I, I, Well, let me, again, start with a little bit of history or historical perspective. Sony started out as a company in post-war Japan, you know, in the late 40s and early 50s. And um, as a company, uh, Sony's very first prototype product was a, an electric rice cooker, believe it or not, but it failed in prototype form. <laughs> and then the two founders of Sony said... Instead of that, let's make a reel-to-reel tape recorder, and we will uh, market it to schools so that performers can hear themselves back and and do a self-critique. And in fact, they changed the name of the company to what is now Sony, and the name Sony is actually derived from the Latin word Sonus for sound. So Sony's original history comes from the world of sound, and our very first product uh, on the market in 1950 or so was a reel-to-reel tape recorder. And if you also think about it, as a tape recorder, it needed an input device. What good is a recorder unless you have a microphone to capture sounds and feed it in? So we've been making microphones since the early 50s. But more to your question, Sony is a giant company now with so many different divisions and products and things like that. And again, with you know brilliant engineers and things all over the place, but audio, as you guys, I believe know, requires a separate language. It's not the language of video. Video, you know, somebody that knows cameras can talk about uh, a, a big camera, a small camera, a cell phone camera, a security camera, and a lot of the technology that goes into it is separate. but if you don't understand the language of audio and what's required to you to get good audio, you feel like a fish out of water and you may unfortunately shy away from it. So that even happens inside of, you know, Sony, uh, all the way up through its management where audio doesn't necessarily get the due. But that said, about 3 years ago, at the very highest end of Sony, there was a corporate decision made to differentiate ourselves, if you will, from many of the other companies that are out there by promoting what we refer to as high resolution audio and 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 coming out with the tools that are required to capture and play back high resolution audio if you you know think about the fact that you know since the days of Thomas Edison and recording those scratchy sounds they were miraculous but as you know audio technology has progressed through the years it's gotten better and better and better and at, with the dawn of the age of the mp3 um... the the benefit was huge of putting you know thousands of songs in your pocket but because of what's referred to as a compression scheme or a data compression scheme a little bit of the audio quality gets stepped on and we decided to say but if you capture audio with high resolution tools with much wider frequency response and dynamic range and and a lot of other things that go into it so much more emotion can get transferred to the listener, and it is really uh, amazing. I I will tell you that I have used some of our high-resolution portable audio recorders to capture some large orchestral and choir stuff. It was beautiful music. I I absolutely think that you need all the elements, the actual, you know, the, the creative side as well as the technological side to come together. But I've played back some of those tracks at a trade show, and besides it sounding incredible, and people's jaws drop when they hear how high-res can actually sound, I've had three people come to tears, start, you know, kind of crying over it. Now, a lot of it was because the music was so beautiful and, and you know, heartfelt and all that. But the medium delivered that emotion. It could do it. And so, in addition to that, in, uh, the point is that unless you have high-resolution tools all the way through the chain, from the capture to the editing to the you know, the delivery to the playback device to the speakers or the headphones, if any one of those is kind of restricted and and not up to snuff, you kind of squash it right there at the spot. So we now make all the tools to go from the very front. Um, We even have high-resolution studio microphones that go out to 50K frequency response. And some people will say, well, that's, you know, sort of outside of human hearing range. But there are details there that that kind of are, are highlights that we are sensitive to, besides which the microphones are super sensitive and very what's referred to as fast, and they, re- they react quickly to, to pressure waves and things like that. And they sound great even at normal, you know, kind of bit depths and recording formats. So um, audio, I guess to sum up, has become far more important uh, on the Sony uh, horizon. We've also introduced recently something called 360 reality audio i was gonna ask
1: you about that but yeah yeah
2: and i i have heard it and i played with it some and um it's it's a a playback and actually a mixing method where in your playback in your headphones you become far more immersed in a 360 degree sound field and and the location of each sound source can be quite unique and so that's kind of exciting as well. So Sony absolutely cares, even though so much of our company is involved with video and PlayStation and movies and, 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 and. So, you
1: yeah. know, I, I'd love to keep you on for a half hour, but I don't think we have another half <laughs> hour or, or two hours, quite honestly, yeah. and, and talk all about audio. But um, I think we'll, we'll, we'll save that for another conversation and, and give us an excuse to have you on again down the road, if that's okay with you. I would love it. Andy, thank you so much for taking the time to be here. It's it's just nice to talk about you know such a such a storied career that you've had, and and it's going to be going in such cool places. And the fact that you've been involved from from so I, I keep making feel like I'm telling you you're old, but you're not old because um, I've been in this business for 25 years, and I, I still feel young. And I'm sure you feel the same. But uh, thank you for being here, and I can't wait to have you on again. Is what I'm trying to say.
2: My <laughs> pleasure, guys. Uh, really look forward to getting to talk to you. First.
1: Andy Munitz, who is the head of Pro Audio over at Sony, Many cool things to talk about there. Thank you guys for being here. On behalf of Mitchell Whitfield, I am Mark Aplalo. Thank you to Andy. Thank you to Jonas Stah of Ultimate Ears. We will see you guys again next week right here.
0: You've been tuned in to Your Tech Report. Join us again next week for another edition. And be sure to follow Your Tech Report online. Email us, contact at yourtechreport.com. Follow us on Twitter at Your Tech Report. Like us on facebook.com slash Report For the latest in breaking tech news and reviews, Your
1: and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars.
2: Subscribe or follow on
1: Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect.